You're listening to The Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Owen 60 Pod for all the latest news from around the OHL. And now here are your hosts, Reese Dumaney and Colin Ward. This is episode 9 of The Owen 60 Podcast, and yet again, it is another busy week for myself, Reese Dumaney, along with my partner, Colin Ward, and got our featured matchup from last week, which saw a 3-0 comeback. Yeah, I like the comeback. That's yeah. quite the game. Good shootout, too. Yeah, between the Generals and Otters. Yeah, that's a cool one. I like doing that, <laughs> just a random game. East versus West, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good one. Uh, what else we got today? We've got, uh, well, two teams in the OHL have submitted their bids for yeah, the uh, 2021 be. Mem Cup. Hopefully there's three. You never know, the one Yeah, yeah, we've got a... one sixty effect, <laughs> knock on wood. We've got an idea of a team that should probably consider putting their hat in. Um, maybe a second team that should consider it, but uh, we'll see it uh, when we get there. And uh, what else we got? What uh, else we got today, Colin? We got some uh, U17 notes with uh, Shane Wright. That's true, we do. Uh, we got some point streaks. Yep. And we got some milestones. Yes, sir. Akil Thomas that's reaches 300 points. Yeah, that's uh, Cole Perfetti, 100 career assists. Hey. Fastest to do yeah. it in spirit history. Yeah. That's so pretty good for a 17 year old. Yeah, he had a nice uh, assist the other night. I think the Kitchener game mm-hmm. made a nice cross crease pass to Koski. That was a nice goal. Yeah. And then uh, I think we'll end the show with our uh, our version of, I guess you could call them power rankings. Yeah. Top five. Who yeah. we think uh, is at the top of the Ontario Hockey League right now. There's. For most of the teams, around 12 to 14 games left. And then there's London, who has like 16 left because Budweiser Gardens feels the need to have every damn concert known to man. Nothing wrong with that. I feel like the Knights (laughs) are just pushing that. Hey, you want to come do a concert in London? Come on. We'll bring the boys and get some tickets for them. And hey, let's have a concert. Games in hand, baby. Let's go. That's definitely a thing. Yeah, it is. Probably. I'd be doing that. Yeah. Why wouldn't Well, that's the only building... That's not a professional sports arena that you could have a decently well, sized Hamilton concert. Yeah, I guess Hamilton. Yeah, that's true. Hamilton's good. Budweiser's a little newer. Someone from the Hamilton Bulldogs is going to hear this and be like, "Hey, next year, let's host some events. <laughs> let's have some concerts this Friday." Oh, and they just had. Oh, they didn't have to push the Bulldogs to another three and three, but. We'll be good anyway, so we're just going to have a concert this week. We'll push them for a game in March when we need a game to hand. <laughs> well, they just had an event this year. What do you mean? They had the Top Prospects game. I'm talking concerts. Oh. I'm talking I'm talking Friday night concerts, not a Wednesday night Prospects game or a Thursday night uh, game. They had the Juno Awards there. I was in grade 12 because I went on a tour of it. again then. Um, four years ago? Five years ago? Something like that? That would have been 2016. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been twenty. Either twenty sixteen or the fall slash. Well, I guess it would have been fall because it's not winter till December twenty first. Yeah. Of uh, no, no, because it is in the new year, so it's sixteen. Yeah, it would have been twenty sixteen. That was our graduation. Year. Jeez. Yeah, it was. It's all good. <laughs> We're not doing this blonde thing again. You won last week. That's I'm it. Not winning this week. It's I'm over. Sure. I had notes. I got notes on my oh. laptop as long as it doesn't die. Yeah, well, and I almost forgot. It's another story this week. My nacho cheese yeah. incident at yeah, that was uh, a good talk the barn. That. I Google Maps that arena. Right when we were talking, I Google Maps. Right in the heart of downtown Windsor. Yeah, we'll get to all of that stuff on today's show, this week's show. I keep seeing today's show. Jeez. This, I know, it's hard. Brutal. I always do that. Oh, well. It's all good. 
crap like, happens. That's like a, I always say the Owen sixty show or the Owen sixty podcast. <laughs> I always say that too. Yeah. A lot of random things Meh. people say. Oh well. Oh, All right. I'm a veteran at that. Yeah. So to our featured game, the Oshawa Generals took on the Erie Otters this past Saturday, February fifteenth. And it was the hometown Otters coming out with a 6-5 shootout win. Uh, Colin, you had it. Uh, not the greatest, I guess you could say, camera quality in oh, the yeah. world. And, uh, <laughs> little tough was, to watch. The sound was low, too. I had it on my laptop, and I had it full blast. Like, like the volume. play-by-play? Yeah, it was only like, it's oh. only like half. Up, so Shout like, out to Aaron Cooney, voice yeah. of the Otters. Really yeah, good guy. There was no like clock, too, on the OHL Live. Like, they had no play clock, so they had to announce. It was just a radio. Oh. Live. Yeah, that was tough. They usually have it, though, because that's the scoreboard feed. They yeah. usually have a scoreboard up there. Yeah, they hmm. usually, but... That's weird. Nope. Oh, well. Well, yeah. yeah. So you get to the standouts? Yeah, sure. Tough day for Niagara after we, all their former players. That's very true, yeah. I'm sorry, Ice Dogs fans, but uh, Leighton Moore was uh, one of my standouts for the Generals. He uh, looked really good. He had two assists, moved the puck in and out of the zone quick. Steady puck moving defenseman. I know you were impressed with him last year with the Ice Dogs and getting to see him play there. He looked really good. Yeah, well, and in this, if you want to call it new age of trading in the OHL, where, you know, the Ice Dogs didn't get a first rounder from the Peterborough Peets, like a top prospect. Um, the Ice Dogs didn't get a top prospect for Philip Tomasino. It was just a bunch of picks. So that's where I was kind of like, yeah, it was Jack Studnika. That's very valuable. Matt Broussard, eh, yeah, I guess you could say it was because he's an OA, but yeah. I really don't think it was worth giving up Leighton more, yeah, just he, in my opinion. He looked really good. And create, he created a lot of scoring chances off the rush. As a defenseman, that's always key when they can get in on the rush and create plays. Yeah. He, would, he was even on the night, too, in a 6-5 game. He was even it's hard to night. do. Yeah. Unless my, you're scoring. My other uh, standout from the Generals was uh, Brett Harrison. He had uh, two goals and was a plus one. Really, He scored a couple nice goals there. He looked really good. He was all over the ice. And he was a big factor in the Generals getting that point. So yeah. Kind of struggled there at the end when they blew a 3 nothing lead, but it's not ideal. No, no, not really. For Erie, I have uh, another former Ice Dogs, Kian Sopa. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I liked him. He was, he, a really, of, he was a funny guy. Yeah, he worked hard. He worked hard in that game. He was a plus. He was a plus three, and he had one assist. So it's a standout. Have a plus three game. Yeah. Well, he Very responsible there. Yeah. Well, he helped cue that comeback at three oh six into the third period. He had the primary assist on uh, on Chad Yetman's second goal of the game from hey. Drysdale as yeah. well. So yeah, that snapshot goal he scored in the shootout. Drysdale his first ever shootout attempt. That caught me off. Really? Fair. I thought he would have more than just one, but went into the like to the right side, and then he like went back to that old snapshot. Guys mm-hmm. have watched that Bouchard shoot it, kind of similar. Just snapped it right over the glove. That was a nice goal. Or think of speaking of uh, Chad Yevon, play of the game. Yeah, he was. He was the Owen sixty MVP. Yeah, he had uh, two goals and was a plus two. The even the- though he missed in the shootout. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Come on, it's a skills man. Skills competition. Just skills competition. I know. I know. But I thought that he looked really good. Yeah, uh, scored a nice shorthanded goal. He blew by the left side defenseman. Shorthand. He has such a quick first step. He blew by him there, cut to the middle, and scored on Murphy. Mm-hmm. So that's a nice goal there. Well, and I'm looking at the stat lines here, and Erie won one nothing in the shootout. Um, but definitely 
heavily favoring Erie in this one, except the first period. The uh, Otters were outshot 8-6. Then they had 23. And I, I thought this was a typo from you, to be honest. When you sent me that shots on goal after two, was it? I'm not going to do math here. 44 minus 15. 34, 29. Is that 29? Yeah. Okay. So 29 to 16. I thought I thought that was 29 to 16 for Oshawa. No, opposite. But Oshawa it was for Eerie. Eerie. Like Eerie really took control of the game. Like, jeez. Yeah, that was solid. Like they had eight shots. The Oshawa Generals had eight yeah. shots on goal in each period. Obviously, other than overtime. Play too, though, the power play was very favorable to uh, mm-hmm. Erie yep. as well. One power play for Oshawa, five for Erie. So they had the puck a lot off that, and they won a face off. Is it five for Oshawa? I have two for five for Oshawa. Oh, for one for Erie. Oh, I had a typo. Wow, that's a blonde moment. Yeah, it was. Wow, yeah, it's, yeah. Wow, I had a typo here. Oh, Colin, you got me. It happens. Oh yeah. Whatever. Uh, I, so yeah, I mean, it's not like Oshawa didn't have their chances. They scored twice on the power play, so you know they only won twenty-eight face-offs. Erie Otters won thirty-five. So. I know it has a big deal in uh, the outcome of the game, but I don't know if it has that big of a deal when you blow a 3 nothing lead. Yeah, and they had the puck, too, a lot by winning face-offs, Erie. So that's big. Yeah. Yeah, well, and I think this game, for the Generals, they probably wanted that extra point because we'll probably get to that a little bit later on, whether it's today or next week or I'm not 1,000% sure. But the Peterborough Peets, they clinched playoff spot. Um, yeah. I guess it would have been on s- Sunday or Saturday, uh, one of those uh, days. Friday they played on Sound. No, I think that was their last They haven't game. played since Friday? Oh, yeah. That's rough. It's a lot of... Uh, no, they won... Uh, that was Saturday. They beat Owen Sound 5-3. Yeah, Saturday in Owen Sound. That's yeah. quite the drive. Yeah, so, I mean, if if Oshawa gets that extra point, we're, maybe, we may be looking at uh, three teams in the Eastern Conference uh, clinching playoff spots because that would have moved. Oshawa would have had 63 coming into their game on Sunday. Um, so, again, if they would have won... That would have been 65 points. And we're looking down at the bottom, whether it's the Ice Dogs or the Frontenacs. Um, they're both at 38 and 39 points, respectively. Uh, maybe not a clinch this weekend, but been a lot closer next weekend. Maybe that first game of the weekend that you get the X. Yeah, they're getting close. Yeah. So, uh, a lot of your time. Yeah, it's, uh, we're getting down to it. Uh, I keep seeing the CHL update those uh, those graphics on Instagram clinching? with all these teams clinching. Yeah, you, you see every other the league, L. and then but it's the Ottawa. L. Yeah, now Peter. Well, now Peterborough. Yeah, there'll uh, be teams soon, possibly in the West, probably. Yeah, As yeah. We thought London Kitchener getting there. Yep, Saginaw's close. Yeah, yeah. Why? Well, <laughs> to be honest, I see. Well, here they're looking at the standings. I see probably. Owen Sound is an eighth at fifty-eight. Erie is it? No, they're in seventh with fifty-eight. Erie's in eighth with fifty-five. I see six West teams clinching a playoff spot with three East teams. Yeah, so. And that third team being the uh, Oshawa Generals. That's just another year in the Western Conference. Yeah. Every year's like that in the West. It's yeah. Another year. Yeah, it really is. But get. Want to get to this oh week's well. uh, featured game? Yeah, we'll get to this week's featured game. And apologies if we're not doing a lot of coverage on these games this week it's just we have a lot of big topics that we'll probably spend at least 25 minutes on yeah so. it, it'll be a fun one yeah we're fun. trying to get to 60 I'm minutes a, yeah i'm excited <laughs> for it 
<laughs> yeah, a minute and four, a minute two. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> Brutal. False advertising by us. Yeah. All right, so uh, featured matchup for this week is the Ottawa 67s visiting the Sudbury Wolves on Sunday, February 23rd. It's a 205 puck drop. Yeah, that's a fun one. The previous meeting this year, uh, Sudbury lost to Ottawa 6-3, so Ooh. I'm looking to bounce back. Yeah, well, Marco Rossi, Quentin Byfield, right at the top of, you, top of the two teams. And you look at both of the guys, that because they're, they're, they're both draft eligible this year. Uh, Quentin Byfield, you said second in the rankings in North America, second or third? Yeah, second. Uh, Marco Rossi second. Yeah, Marco Rossi four. Marco Rossi has 24 more points than Quentin Byfield. Wonder how that works. Maybe because of his size? Yeah. Must be. I don't know. Has to be. It's weird to me. The size. Byfield's pretty dynamic, though. Byfield's out with a wrist injury, too, so. Yeah. That's always tough. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Both with 32 goals, though, so I mean. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's <laughs> that works, eh? Rossi, Rossi's pretty dynamic, too. Yeah. Byfield just does so much for Sudbury. Mm-hmm. Like, not, not that he's out, but. Where would Sudbury be this year without Byfield? That's Ooh, that's a good question. Levin's been really good too, though. So yeah, he's been he's one. been picking Picari up the slack. Picari too. Picari yesterday in Niagara was he had a big game. Yeah, yeah, fifty three points for uh, Matei Picar on the year, twenty five goals and uh, twenty eight assists. So uh, yeah, it should be a good one up at the Sudbury Community Arena. It uh, seems like they're starting to get a lot more fans in that building yeah, uh, the last wolf. couple years. It's not just the stuffed wolf up on the ceiling. <laughs> That's so freaky. That must be pretty weird. Like, when the other team steps in, like, a team from the West comes in and they come there once a year. Yeah. Like, let's say it's your first season in a league. You come to Sudbury, and then you look up and you see a stuffed wolf. That looks pretty freaky because it looks pretty bit. real. Like. I know. Well, and it kind of goes right past the broadcast slash press area. <laughs> so in the middle of the game, you see a stuffed wolf come by in the middle of the camera. Well, I talked to, uh, talk to a couple guys about, like, what's that like? Like, you call the goal. Say, like, you're the visiting team. You call a goal. And you see this damn wolf go by. I'm like, do you ever want to just grab a bat and hit it yeah, when it comes yada. by? <laughs> a couple of them were like, yeah, I've thought about it. Like, <laughs> Grab it. You know. Do the Calgary uh, coach there or the Edmonton coach there? Oh, yeah, the, pull the tongue <laughs> of you whatever the mascot's name yeah, is in Calgary. Harvey. Harvey. Harvey the Hound. Yeah, yep. Harvey the Hound. Hey. Yeah. All right. We know mascots. <laughs> yeah, not in the old, though. Well, Bones. So yeah. there's Bones in Niagara. There's Scorzy in London. Shout out to the night. Scorzy? Yeah. They got a Finch, too. That's an all right name. They got a Finch, too. A Finch? A Finch Honda. Yeah. What does he look like? Finchy. It's like, it looks like a Blue Jay. I'll show you. Oh. I'll, next time you name him there, I'll send you a picture of it. Oh, that's a it's, little. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Um, there's Rex in uh, uh, Kitchener. Yeah, I was just going to say the that. The Cowboy. Yeah, it's Gal. Plus, they have two pucks walking around. Yeah, that's random. <laughs> I know. That's like London having a finch. That's true. It's yeah. random. Yeah. Guelph has two. Spike and Stormy. Oh, yeah. Because this year, yeah. every, every rink we've been to, I know the mascot. You know, it seems like, the, seems like there's a few teams that have two mascots. Windsor has two mascots. Oh, well, yeah. They have a bulldog and a pilot. I can't think of their names. I'd have to look it up. That's random. A um, bulldog. I know. It must, it must be a sponsor. That's why London Could has be. a finch. It's sponsor. Yeah, I don't know. Oh well, we should do that one day. Just yeah. an all mascot in the summer. In the summer, yeah. an all mascot team. Yeah, with the names. Yeah, 
as I as I have OHL live on right now, because yeah, the does. London Ottawa game's a big one. There is currently a dog race going across the ice. Are you serious? Yeah, there's a dog race. This is unreal. Are those wiener dogs? Yeah. Ooh. That's the best. Literally going across from red line to red that line. That is awesome. Yeah. Shout out to Ottawa 67s. That's nice. great. That's great. Man, that's called fan that's, engagement. That's how you get the fans into yeah, the intermission. Dogs in a rink, London, Ottawa. You yeah. Get to go on the ice. Yeah. Ottawa's one of those teams in buildings where they do a lot of that stuff, like that fun stuff. They try and get everyone involved. Yeah, like, enough. you know, they're one of the better teams at doing that in the yeah, OHL. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the office. And I saw that. Uh, oh, the night. Dunder Mufflin night Dunder or Mifflin. whatever? Mifflin, yeah. whatever. I want to I want to do a feature game. I've here. never watched The Office, so. No, you got to. That's the only non-sports show I watch. <laughs> I got to do that. I got to get that. Like, next year when they do a Dunder Mifflin night, that's yeah. their feature game. I'll make the trip. Well, this this year was their second year. Yeah, year they've done uh, it, right? Yeah, they're second. Last year they did their first. Yeah. I like the jerseys. They're a little plain, but they looked they I liked it. It's, cool. it's it a was cool different. thing to do. It's cool to get the like, different variety yeah. of fans. I, I like that idea. I wish more teams would do that. Well with the specialty jerseys with all these teams, they have four. Each team has a maximum of doing four specialty jerseys just because that not that it would ever come to that, but they don't really want the league to look like a joke, which I understand. That makes yeah. sense. I like those nights so that they do that. Yeah. They raise a little money for a charity, too. I like that. Auction yeah. off the jerseys. Yep. Nothing wrong with doing that. Yeah, and Great a lot... Cause. Well, the theme night ones, it's usually like, oh, St. Paddy's Day or Valentine's yeah. Day, which is a sham of a holiday, but whatever. My girlfriend probably wouldn't agree. Oh, well. <laughs> Meh. Do the anti-Valentine's Day? That's what we did. We went out the day before... Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Because we wanted to not pay through the roof for your stuff. So. <laughs> Did you guys end up going to the Niagara to the Ice Dogs game? No. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. No, we stayed home and made pizza. <laughs> that would have been legendary, though. You should have made pizza then head over to the Ice Dogs. I know. I wanted to go. I that did. That legendary. That would have been funny. The Ice Dogs, I'm giving them credit. I like the Valentine J- Valentine's Day jerseys. They're actually pretty nice. Yeah, those are nice. But I don't want to pay $400 for one. So yeah, that's, that's tough. the only problem. Might get a discount or alumni... Uh, Intern? I don't think there's any discount when it comes to charity. Oh, that, that's, that's the true. only thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, let's take a break first because I need to uh, get some water. Get taught, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, it's, uh, what do you want to do, Mem Cup? Oh, yeah. Mem Cup bids? Got some Mem Cup. It's yeah. Milestones. Maybe I'll start with my story, though. Yeah. yeah. Start with the story. Yeah. They posted a we teed it up last week. Yeah. <laughs> we teed it up last week. I have an interesting story from the old Windsor Arena involving nachos and cheese. So we'll start the uh, next segment off with that. Then we'll get into uh, the teams that have put their bid in for the 2021 Memorial Cup and who we think should put a bid yeah, in. Yeah, this has to be triggered. Yeah, it does. I'm ready to go. really does. Yeah, I'm ready to go. All right. We'll take a break and come right back. This is the Owen 60 Podcast. This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast. I'm Reese Demaney along with Colin Ward. And well, it seems like we begin every second segment with a story. So this week's version is called Nachos in Windsor. Probably could have come up with a better title, but that's just off the top of my head. All right, so uh, so yeah, um, this was kind of a last minute thing. There was me, my brother, uh, my cousin, and my dad. So my dad had one ticket, God knows for what reason, and he's like, "Oh, do you want to go to the game? Like, we'll go to the box office before." And we're like, "Sure." 
So we get to uh, get to the Windsor Arena, and if anyone who hadn't been there, it's like right in the heart of downtown uh, Windsor. Like that's not the biggest building in the world, and it's really run down now. Well, it was run down back then, but anyways. So we get our tickets, whatever. And so my dad's down where actual seats are. Must be nice. And then me, my brother, and my cousin are on the uh, the concrete slab seating. So like half the half the bowl was seats, the other half was the cement uh, blocks, pillar, whatever you want to call them, slabs. So this is about in the middle of the second period. My cousin thinks it's a great idea to get nachos. So, which it is nachos are awesome. How can you not get nachos at a hockey game, right? Ooh, that's a good topic for this summer. Best stadium food? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Twitter poll. You know what? I'll even see Twitter <laughs> poll. Let's just... All right, sure. We'll do two Twitter polls this week. I got another one for us later on. All right. I can remember. Yeah. So he gets his nachos, and the cheese is, like, overfilled. Like, it's spilling into the chip section. Like, it's, it's all over the place. So this guy comes to sit in front of us puts his coat down whatever and it's it's stupid the way again with the concrete it's stupid because our feet are right behind where that guy's sitting yeah which is dumb kind of up yeah which i again i think is stupid but older whatever sucks to be the guy that put his coat there because my cousin tried to do something i can't remember what and his nachos ended up flipping over and the cheese went all over this guy's coat oh and he didn't even notice right away. Like, he noticed probably, like, two minutes later, he went to grab something out of his coat, and all he sees is a bunch of nacho cheese, and we're like, oh. And he goes, what the heck happened? And we're like, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, <laughs> my cousin lost his nachos. <laughs> so that guy was not happy. I think we were, well, when Windsor Arena was still around, I was probably, like, 9 or 10 at the time, maybe 8. Um, so yeah, just a bunch of eight-year-olds spilling nacho cheese on this guy's coat. <laughs> he was not happy. That's quite, that's quite Safe good. to say, uh, he did not come back to that seat <laughs> in that <laughs> game. <laughs> bunch of kids, come on! <laughs> just trying to watch a hockey game. Pretty much, we're uh, eating nachos. I had that before in a Hamilton Tiger Cat football game. I got a cooler spilt on the back of my coat. Oh, really? Yeah, that was a long ride home. Oh. Yeah, that was a long ride home. Yeah. Like, was it just, like, ice and water? No. It was, like, a... I forget what kind of beverage that was, but... Oh. Uh, okay. I reeked, like, alcohol. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah, that's not fun. Yeah, that Did you imagine fun. you would gotten pulled... Your dad would have gotten pulled over, just smelt alcohol I throughout the know. entire car? That would be dumb. <laughs> you imagine saying that? Yeah, I got... I got a cooler spilt on me. That's kind of a tough story to say. It's here. Uh, look, at the, look at my coat. Oh, that'd be funny. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Oh, well. Memcap. It's an eight-year-old. Forgive them because they don't yeah. mean to do it. I'm surprised you never just said it. That's what I'm good. saying. It's all good. I can find a napkin. A couple napkins. Right? Yeah, I'm surprised. Oh, well. I feel like if an eight-year-old spilled a nacho on my coat... I just say, oh, it's all good. I'll just grab a napkin yeah. and say, hey. That's all right. Well, if it was like stupid teenagers and they were screwing around, I'd be pretty yeah, mad. Yeah, then I'd be upset. Yeah. But yeah, if it's just a kid. Yeah. Can you do it? Yep. All right. So our Mem Cup debate, <laughs> if you want to call is, it that. This is exciting. 
pros and cons list of where would be the better city to host the 2021 Memorial Cup. Yeah, so we know Oshawa and Sioux have yep. put in bids. Uh, Oshawa pros, we'll get to you first. Yeah. Well, they're going to have a good team. They've already expressed that they're uh, making moves for next year, getting Phil Tomasino, who we both believe is going to be the captain of the Generals. I think he has the characteristics to be a good captain for them. He's got that, not like cockiness, he's not cocky, but like he's got that leadership ability to him that leads by example. Uh, it's a decent market there. It's close to the Toronto area, which could help like for media exposure for him. Uh they have the hotels and the restaurants to uh, support it around the area. And also the arena size, 5,500, isn't bad for a Memorial Cup. They've certainly been smaller. I think that's a good idea to have it in Oshawa. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And um, it's a newer building. Um, I just had it up here. It holds 55. Oh, I thought it held more. Yeah, 55. For hockey. True, yeah, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. It's just the downtown core. I think is something that a lot of people look at as a plus because everything's there. Yeah, you know, absolutely. like there's restaurants, bars, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, in my opinion, he looks at that too as well. Yeah, um, I just think that again, the press box is holding them back. Yeah. Um, you know, the price of tickets doesn't Ticket make a difference because they go up anyways. Yeah, thirty-five bucks in the middle. It can't get yeah, right higher. now in Oshawa, they just, yeah. They just can't go higher than that. They'd have to remain the same. Yeah. The only thing I could – I could see another thing holding them back, and that could be for a ripple effect from uh, GM closing. Yeah. That's the yeah, – I could see that. that. earlier, too, that yeah. can be a tough factor. But they put in for it three t- – this is the third time now. I feel like the third time's a charm. I feel like the CHL is going to go with Oshawa, mm-hmm. but – there's other teams with legit cases as well. Yeah, I think so. Uh, we'll get to a team that you think should be um, putting it in. We'll get to that a little bit later on. But, yeah, I think there's a lot of positives with Oshawa. There's a few cons. Um, would I care if it was there? Not a little bit. Easier like, I mean, travel. yeah, we could pro- we'd probably go there for one game. Like, it'd be easy. We wouldn't have to drive however long it takes to get from Brantford to Sault Ste. Marie. Yeah, that'd be tough. Um and it's well, it's May, so temperature wouldn't really be a factor. Yeah, the um, conditions don't really matter. It's traffic. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, go train. No, it's not even close to the arena. Never mind. Yeah, Oshawa. Yeah, it's not even close. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. All right. Well, that's Oshawa. That's our case for Oshawa. Sioux Saint Marie. Yeah, let's go to Sioux Saint Marie now. I like Sioux's idea. I like how they have the hotels and restaurants there, right around the arena. You can literally walk out of the hotel and have a five-minute walk right there to the arena. I love that idea. It's like a kind of a Mem Cup uh, mm-hmm. village type thing, which really you don't really see. You might see it a little bit this year in Kelowna. But I really like that idea, Sault Ste. Marie, with the hotels, restaurants right there. It's also decent travel, really. Because the team from the West, like we were talking before we went on air, like let's say Brandon's in the Memorial Cup. Yep. They're going to get a lot of fans from Brandon there because it's right close to that uh, Manitoba border. So I like that idea. Yeah. Yeah, making it a lot not central, but – um. Yeah, we were we were talking about this beforehand. Could you imagine if the Memorial Cup featured the Sioux Greyhounds, the Brandon Wheat Kings, the Sudbury Wolves, and Quebec City? Well, Quebec Ramparts. How about Rouen Miranda? It's almost right on the border of. Uh, oh really? Ontario. Yeah, I'm not good at geography. 
That's that. It doesn't matter. That's still impressive. Yeah, it is. Like that'd be that'd be insane. I, like there I'd would be every team represented there. Yeah, I'd be down for that. I'd like that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be really cool. Um, yeah, I think that's a neat idea. Just trying to look up the capacity here because I keep seeing a bunch of different numbers. Oh, oh. four thousand nine hundred twenty-eight. Yeah. yeah, they they could fit five, probably. They could probably fit five thousand in there. Standing here. Yeah. I like, um, I like that idea. Yeah, but how much do you think arena capacity goes into it? I, a little bit. I think five is kind of the yeah cap there. They like for like five and over arenas. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're barely under, so I think yeah that's an exception. Um, Interesting thing is ticket pricing. What are they gonna do for ticket pricing? It's a great market there, Sue. So I don't. Th- I think either way they'll still pay, but you can't go up over like forty bucks. You'd have to stay in the thirties, probably. Yeah. To well, be I'm success because like, if it's not like how we say like Brandon that which might probably not, but like, mm-hmm. if it's not, you're gonna have to lower tickets for other games because you're not you just you're not gonna sell it. Yep. Well, I- Natural Health where it's a four thousand. 928 yep. seat arena. That's one of the health. It doesn't look empty. Like at the World Junior, when you see Latvia and Denmark yeah. play, there's nobody there at a yeah. huge arena. It doesn't look good. At an arena like that, you're not even going to notice it. Yeah, well, and that was a problem in Windsor when they hosted it. It wasn't full until the finals. Yeah. Not, no game was full. Uh, the semifinals was for Windsor. Yeah, Anyways. the Windsor games. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. I think that's the major problem in it. Like, mm-hmm. you got to get interest in the other games. I think, like, the ceremonies and, like, the guests you have on hand are big in Sioux. Possibly Gretzky return would be a huge... Oh, yeah. That'd be a huge ceremony. Yeah, I never thought about that. Like, the Friday night game, how they always do, like, the big ceremonies and stuff. Yep. Then, like, the next game, it kind of dies down. That'd be really cool to have, like, a Gretzky ceremony then. Yeah. I think that'd be huge for the city of Sioux St. Marie. That'd get a lot of people out to the games. Yeah, it would. Um, I just pulled up the ticket prices for uh, Sioux St. Marie Greyhounds games right now. Um... But this is walk-up ticket pricing, so is that just like you walk up to the window and buy it, or like? It must be both. It must be online too. Yeah, I, don't I think know. it's just there. A lot of teams have that walk-up. Yeah, um, an adult ticket goes for twenty-one thirty-five. This is not including HST. Uh, seniors sixty plus eighteen bucks. Uh, students thirteen to twenty-five. I like that they put include high school students in that. Yeah, I like that. It's a that good too. idea. Yeah, I like that too. Get high school students in the game. Yeah. Keep them interested in the game, right? Yep. Yeah, cool. Well, and you never know. Some of the kids might go to school with the players, right? Yeah, they know each other. Yeah. They communicate. That's, I think that's a big deal too. Yep. Uh, those are 18 bucks as well. Uh, kids, 3 to 12 is eleven twenty. That's probably the cheapest ticket I've seen in the OHL. Eleven dollars yeah, and twenty cents. Yeah, that's pretty good. I know Niagara does those ten dollar tickets as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, true. I guess yeah. But I keep forgetting about that stupid back row. Well, not back row, but just different those, color. That orange, those two rows of yeah. orange seats. I've always wondered why they did that. I, yeah, I don't get Unless they forgot to put the two, so they just put two orange rows. <laughs> why do we have such a big walkway here? It's not even the concourse. Oh, let's just put two rows of seats. Figured yeah. it out. Great job. Uh, oh, well. Um, and then under three is free, so... I mean, yeah, you could probably just bump it up to thirty bucks a ticket, and people wouldn't really have a too big a problem with Possibly it. Possibly thirty-five. Yeah. I mean, thirty-five for like right at center ice, yeah, which like makes for sense the, for the Greyhounds games. You could do that, but yeah, when you have to go like twenty-five for the games where they're not playing or a non-OHL team, like when the Quebec and the WHL teams play, mm-hmm. I feel like you'd have to go like twenty-five. 
because you gotta get people going to the games, yeah. and you'd have to do a lot of contests, giving yeah. tickets away as well. So yeah, well, and that, a lot of that yeah, that, again, that's it. That's I think that's another problem with all these Mem Cup uh, tournaments is that. They're interested in the hosts. They don't give a crap about the other teams, which is wrong, in my opinion, yes. because um, there's just, like, so Guelph last year. Halifax, right? Yeah, Halifax. Yeah, I was in Halifax. Um, yeah, Halifax would have won if Sedina would have been back. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't have been close. Yeah, they would have won. Yep, yeah, I agree. Uh, <laughs> which is kind of funny. I think Detroit screwed them, but oh, well, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, but so Halifax, all the fans there, big uh, Moosehead fans. Guelph Storm had Nick Suzuki. He's doing really well in the NHL right now. Yeah, plus the Montreal factor. Yep. Isaac Ratcliffe. Yeah. Marcus Phillips. Hey. Like, those are big guys. Not a lot of people think about that yeah, in those Harrison. tournaments when you're a fan. I yeah. mean, not media. All those guys you mentioned are going to the NHL next, yep. next year, in the future, some are there now. Yep. But I think, like, yeah, you got to support the other games. I think mm-hmm. every, every team that's there – they all got a big name prospect because every team that wins in the CHL, they every team has yep. a big name guy. That's why they're there. Yeah. And I feel like it's a must go to game, yep. especially this year. Like let's say if Ottawa goes, if Ottawa goes in the Mem Cup this year, Man. they're a must watch team. Oh yeah. They're a must watch team. They're the first place team in the CHL, they're a must watch team. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, well, Ian Scott, I keep I forgot about him. He yeah. was on Prince Albert, right? Goalie for Prince Albert. Leafs prospect. Yeah, Prince Albert. Yeah. I don't know why Prince Albert and Everett mixed up. It's because they're both Carter green. Hart. I think he has Carter Hart and. Uh, yeah, okay. He's got two Canada goalies. That's why I think. Fair enough. I think that's why I got. Yeah, that they didn't play on the same team, though, did they? No. I didn't no. think so. Year, year after, Hart was Buffalo and then Scott was uh, Vancouver. Yes, behind Di Pietro. Yeah. And look who ended up making the Mem Cup. <laughs> Not Di Pietro. <laughs> yeah, they cruised through that uh, playoff, then got to the more or to the finals and got yeah beat by Guelph four two. Yeah, yeah four two. Yeah, that's funny. They were up two zero, and then Guelph made another comeback. That's <laughs> impressive. That's never gonna happen again. Oh no, probably not. Four zero, four zero, no three zero. Was it two zero or two? I think like wasn't 3-1? it three one against Saginaw? Yeah, three one Saginaw, yeah. and then two zero. Yeah, because they swept Kitchener. Yeah, that's. A- which I didn't expect either, I but Kitchener win a game. Yeah, that's impressive. Whatever. Yeah, so well, there's our case for the Sioux Greyhounds of why they should host the twenty one twenty one Mem Cup, and here is Collins' take on who should throw in a bid for it. The team that is currently winning five two right now in the city of Hamilton, Ontario. Why not? They put into it before. I think for sure Hamilton. They're going to be a great team. Possibly if they put into host it, they get unique back because that uh, that appeals to NHL teams, right? You're, you know you're gonna go. You're gonna play to May. You know, NHL teams love that. He's gonna get a full season playing. Send him back. Yeah. And I think that's a huge thing for the development. As we talked about before, Marcus Phillips being sent back. I think it's huge. You get unique. Misak, Kaliev could possibly be back. I think he will. I think he will. So if Thomas returns, he returns. Yeah, for sure. So it'll be kind of a domino effect. That's impressive. Zach Roy and that. Mm-hmm. Roy's won them a lot of games. I think it's automatic. Nathan yeah. Steos. We have a solid backup too, Costantini. Yeah, he's a solid backup goaltender right now. And they got that downtown, well, downtown core. But I mean, <laughs> you want to call it that? <laughs> but I mean, I think you gotta have it. You got Hamilton built that new arena. All the rumors about the new one coming in. Yep. They built that arena downtown, and I mean, you gotta have some event there. Mm-hmm. They hosted the Canada Cup. They have some older events. 
I think this would be huge for the city of Hamilton to host a Mem Cup. Why not put in for it? Put into it. They put it. Well, there's a rumor about them putting in for it before, a couple years ago. Well, no, they put in for the hundredth, right? It was yeah, them, Oshawa, and uh, well, Regina, obviously. Yeah, that's when it was. And Hamilton was there, anyways. Yeah. But I think it's a great ad for them. I think Hamilton's at least a two to five team next year in mm-hmm. the East, possibly one to five. I think they're going to be legit. So why not put in for it? You're going to obviously make you're obviously going to make moves. You put in for it. And it Keeps that fan base excited, right? Yeah. All the rumors about them being moved, possibly Burlington. Yeah, that'd Africa. be a joke. I think, yeah, but I think like that's a great move. I, hopefully, that they do put in for it. I think it's a great business move if they have the mm-hmm. abilities to. They can get the Kubota guy to come out and drop the puck again, <laughs> and we can have some fun on the <laughs> show right after that. We'll be there. That'll oh, be a featured man. game. We'll be there for it. That'd be funny. You know, imagine in the photoshops in the background, teach them how to drop the puck. <laughs> video played on the played on the scoreboard you know that the pre-game intro video yeah. we'll have i'm sorry our instagram live showing them how to drop the puck that'd be unreal oh man could you imagine i don't think it, isn't it kia though the mem cup Master kia Kevin. no it's not Master Ma- isn't it mass really yeah mastercard memorial cup that always bugs me i thought it was kia is it kia is it is there two names now is it kia mastercard memorial yeah. cup because there's that was in last year. It's last year this year. Uh, of course, it just comes up a Memorial Cup. Yeah, it's the uh, Kelowna 2020 Kia Memorial Cup. Yeah, I don't like all those names. That's tough. That's tough. So, actually, I don't think Mastercard's involved anymore. Oh, so there. Yeah, I like that though. It had a nice ring to it. The Mastercard Memorial Cup. Yeah, I like that because the M's. Yeah, that's, I like that. That's confusing. Um, but I, yeah. Back to Hamilton. I think that with the arena talks and the plans to put it up uh, by Lime Ridge as a possible spot, you know, it's right by the link. Uh, it obviously, it wouldn't be ready for a 2021 Memorial Cup. That's one last event, you know. Um, but that would kind of not put the faith back in the city that the fans want a team in Hamilton, but it would show that this hockey market can succeed. And they wanted to bring an good. NHL team good. here that failed. The hey. AHL team is gone. Um, I just think OHL fits here. Yeah, Junior's probably been the best fit for the city of Hamilton. Mm-hmm. I think it's an automatic. It'll re it'll revitalize that downtown area if you host it. And I think it's a great event to have in the city. Yep. It's a great like it's right in the middle of Hamilton too. It's a great spot. It's mm-hmm. possibly the best spot to have it out of any of those two that we mentioned before. I yep. I think it's a no brainer. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't have the big parking lots like the Windsor, yeah. Kitchener, and all those. But like, I know. Yeah. Try to cut you off. No, no problem. But with the Tiger Cats, they do that shuttle from Lime Ridge Mall. Yeah. You possibly do that. Have a shuttle from. Oh Lime well. Ridge down the mountain. Think about that. The Tiger Cats wouldn't be playing. Think they put. Think of uh, tying something in at Tim Hortons Field. I know it's not right there by the arena, but. You do some uh, festivals. Yeah. Like the Friday night. Like, the Friday night, the first game the Bulldogs play, you can do a watch party there. Yeah. That'd be unreal. Yeah. Plus the finals or the semifinals, the, the Bulldogs make it there. Yeah. That's another great event. Yep. That's a good idea. Yeah, so uh, so that's Hamilton. That's who we think I hope uh, should the throw their hat in. is checking this out right now. <laughs> and I hope that, like, hey, you know what? That's a great idea. Let's submit a bid right now. Yeah. I know there's a lot more than just doing submitting a bid, but I think it's a great idea. Well, 
Well, and I think if they look at the product on the ice, I think they have a better case than Su- the Sioux. In Nothing Oshawa. against the Sioux, but... In Oshawa. I think next year, Hamilton's obviously going to make another move, but mm-hmm. Unique, Misak, Kalia, to me, that's a top line in the OHL. Yep. Possibly CHL. you got to do it. Look how good Misak's been now. Mm-hmm. And Bertuzzi will be back. Morrison, Van Loon, like... <laughs> they're a good yeah. team. Yeah, they're, and Roy and have the, have got the two good goalies. I like that. Yeah, Hamilton right now sits at... Wow, I didn't think they were that far down. Seventh place? Yeah, they're in seventh place, but three teams are tied at 53 points. Them, Barry, and Mississauga. The only thing working against the Bulldogs, the Barry Colts have two games in hand. Yeah. But if Kingston wins on Sunday, which we picked them to... Yeah. Um, it's 1-1 right now, halfway through the game. Hmm. Kingston and... Uh, so, um, yeah, that's... I think Hamilton will finish fifth. I don't think Mississauga and Barry have the same talent as the Bulldogs do. Yeah. Just in my opinion, they might have a slight better goaltending because I think Zach Roy still got a few bugs to fix. Yeah. But trying to be a defenseman is tough. But <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, no one's turned the lights off during a penalty shot. Hey, that's good. <laughs> that cost him a goal last year. Cost him a win. Yeah. Because they ended up losing in a shootout. Yeah, it was a shootout to the Ice Dogs. And that day at First oh, Ontario fun. Center, someone lost a job. Oh, yeah, they did. It, Steve Stales was not happy. I was in that press box. <laughs> it was shaking, man. Like, <laughs> that, that shakes awkward. when someone walks, but when he was... <laughs> that thing was moving. <laughs> it was not a fun time. Plus a catwalk there across the ceiling at the press box. Yeah. There's a little give when you walk on it. <laughs> it's not <laughs> ideal, but... <laughs> Oh, well. Don't look down, walk fast. Pretty much. Look up. Yep. Because you, you can see Start through whistling. the floor. Start whistling. Yep. All right. Well, okay. Do we want to get to that now? How much time we got? That'll be the two. Oh, minute. we're over. That'll be the two-minute sprint. Yeah, it would. First game in Hamilton this year. If we go to the press box. Yeah. <laughs> go up. Just have a. We'll go live on Instagram and just run the cross the Woo! Gotta get ready for baseball season. <laughs> 20 more days till baseball season. The Happy Gilmore in the batting cage. <laughs> Unreal. This brand new oh costume to see two guys from the Owen 60 podcast running across the catwalk. I like that idea. Okay. Yeah, I'll try it. One day. Yeah, one day. All right. Break time. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get to break. It's a solid segment there. Started off with nachos, ended off with sprinting. Yeah. Yeah. My first and <laughs> we worst favorite we thing. Worked, we, we worked, worked off, off the nachos. <laughs> That's how you work it off. You get a nacho, then you just walk across, then you just run across the catwalk. Thank you, Hamilton. First Ontario Center. Love that. Just get more parking. We got jackets. I think it's ten bucks to park underground. Yeah, not bad. Which is okay. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta get the break. Yeah, I know. My water bottle's kind of empty. Yeah, I gotta fill mine up. Yeah. Like Remember it this time. Hey, I got it. <laughs> See you next. I got to get it. All right. Break time here on the Owen 60 podcast. This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast. It's time for our milestone section i guess if you want to call that because we've been doing that for well quite a while now because a lot of guys are making headlines uh in terms of points and games and streaks and everything yeah there's an exceptional uh shane Wright that's lighting it up again yep so he's at 33 goals in 54 games scores today he hasn't so far just 3-1 barry uh 
30, so he's at 33 goals in 54 games now. Uh, if he scores 50, 40 goals, he will join an exclusive club, a group of uh, U-17 players score 40 goals in a season. He would join John Tavares, Taylor Hall, and Steven Stamkos for the only uh, U-17 players to score 40 goals in the OHL in a season. Wow. That's impressive. That's to join list. that list. Yeah, Shane, McDavid didn't even do that. I'm wow. su- I was surprised that McDavid wasn't on that list. Me too. But Shane Wright, like, he's making a case to be, like, higher status than Connor McDavid, which is very impressive. And for first overall pick in the 20... 20- 22 draft. Yeah. That's that's impressive. He scores 40 goals. I think that's one of the coolest stories in the league this year. Mm -hmm. An exceptional status guy comes in and scores 40 goals. On a team that's in ninth. Yeah. Coming into Sunday. They'll be. be I'm confident they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, so am I. I'm pretty, like... No, this is nothing against the Ice Dogs yeah. or anything, but like they are Kingston, not looking. Very I like good. it. I just like the way Kingston looks right now. To be honest, yeah. I just think that top line's too good not to make the playoffs. Usually, mm-hmm. we've been saying on here a lot that usually if you have a good line, they look good. So. Yeah. Well, I think if, if we compare lot first line and first line, the Ice Dogs have Castleman, Butler, and Laudnia. Yeah. And the uh, front. Elijah Roberts. Yeah. From time no to time. Sense, which made no sense. <laughs> well, you said, uh, what game was it on the Thursday when they played? Who'd they play on the Thursday? Is it Barry? Barry. Yeah, they played Barry on Thursday. Didn't you say Roberts was doing double duty? Or was that yesterday against Sudbury? Yeah, yesterday he played a couple shifts forward, then a couple shifts on the point. Yeah. Just run him over. Oh. I don't mind that. Just don't put him on center. I don't think that's fair to the kid, to be no. honest. But center, it isn't. But put him oh. on the wing. He's a good skater. Yeah. Just yeah. on the wing, you're going to put him on forward. Yeah. Like the night, I remember the Knights did that with uh, Brett Wilichka and Tyler Ferry back in 2013. Mm-hmm. They would do that. They'd play him forward, D, in a. They would never put him at center. They put him at the wing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first lines, Lodnia and Wright match them up. I'd take Wright. Yeah. Lodnia's got experience. Lodnia, but... look, I was able to go to the game on Thursday. Against Barry and Ivan Lottie looked really good. He looked energized. He brought that energy to the team mm-hmm. that they desperately needed. And then the next night against Hamilton, they almost got one. So, I don't know. dogs are in it. I'm not saying. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're not out of it. They're, it. they're still in eighth. Edge right now. Yeah, it's yeah. Kings in the edge right now. Yeah. And then I'm taking Zade Wisdom over uh, over Oliver Castleman. Yeah. Like, that's easy. Chromiac, too. Yeah. Chromiac's unreal. That's, such a, that's a, one of the best acquisitions at the deadline. To get him to commit from the import draft, mm-hmm. that's probably bigger than Isak on Hamilton. Ooh, that's a good day. Well then, I think it is. All right, that's a debate next week. It is. Good debate next week. I'll write that down next week. All right, good plan. And his official notebook. Hey, yeah, that's <laughs> on your st- Instagram story. Yeah, yeah, hey. yeah. yeah. Thank you, Dollarama. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, all right, uh, who's up next? Uh. Nick Robertson? Yeah. So he's currently on a 17-game point streak, which is impressive. It's the longest in the internet era for the Peets. So that's... Internet era? Internet era. Oh, jeez. That's something. Wow. I don't know the longest streak off by heart, but... That's got to be up there. In Pete's history, you got to think Iserman was close. Yeah. Mickey Redman. Hey. <laughs> Two names. I like that. I like yeah. the sound of that. Well, I mean, like, I come on. I wish they could still play and uh, That'd be nice. do some scoring for the Red Wings or yeah. maybe even stop a puck. Jimmy Howard. I'm not happy about that. Don't get me going. Come on. <laughs> so No, I just mentioned guys that played for the Pete's. <laughs> Jeez. And then uh, 
Oh my! Not my fault. They had to be on the Red Wings. Like, <laughs> sorry. Well, it, it worked out. It worked out. Yeah, uh, like Declan Chisholm had the highest before at 15 earlier mm. this year. So Nick Robertson's at 17, which is yeah. a Leaf prospect. Mm-hmm. Like an all Leaf fan, excited after losing to Buffalo. On that was awesome. Sunday evening. That was oh, great. Yeah. I love that Jack Eichel celebration in the call. Yeah, that was Amazing. awesome. You were a monster. I love that. That's. Then he then he skated along the glass and said, "Sit down." Yeah, to a bunch of Leaf fans. Oh, good times! That's that was unreal. awesome. And like everyone was complaining about how he was, uh, like telling in his own building, telling fans to sit down. If you look at the building, everyone there's Leaf fans. Yeah. Why wouldn't you tell them to sit down? I know. Like, come on. And it, even if it was being hurt, it, Leaf fans, like just hit the roads early, beat the border traffic, have a good <laughs> ride home, like. Even if this, even if the arena was filled with mostly Buffalo fans, you could clearly see there were two Leaf fans right there. Like you could clearly see that. All you have to do is open your eyes, stop being so ignorant, yeah. and just like watch the game. Yeah, don't go on Twitter and uh, come about Jack Eichel celebrating. Yeah, he told the Leaf fans to sit down. And why were the Leaf fans even standing? Not a clue. Bu- get caught up in the Buffalo Saber uh, spirit. Yeah, maybe. Maybe a couple of Saber fans. Well, the Sabers have been in the Stanley Cup final. Uh, Quicker than the uh, Leafs years. have. Nine years so without making the playoffs. Ah, that's the playoffs. That's Stan- Stanley Cup final. Le- last what Stanley Cup final the Leafs <laughs> were in was 1967. Sabres weren't yeah. at 99. Yeah, and so, foot, in the, foot in the crease, too. And I love when new teams make the finals other than yeah. Toronto. Like I, I love, love that Vegas love the went Vegas there. Washington. That was phenomenal. That was, the be- that was the best final. That was great. Yeah. Go to our... Uh, Power rankings. No, we still got to kill Thomas. What do you mean? Oh, kill yeah. Thomas, three hundred points. Yeah, going to last week. Yeah, yeah. Kiel Thomas, three hundred points. He yeah, got in the Owen Sound. Uh, got the game against Owen Sound. They uh, got the victory uh, five three. So that's a milestone, three hundred points. We just mentioned that yet last week about how he uh, was going up there on the scoring race, and yep. now he's at three hundred points. Nice to see that for a kill. Yeah, well, it was an assist. It wasn't a goal, um, but. Whatever. Here's the call of it, just to give you guys an idea in case you missed it. Owen Sound trying to steal it away from Kirk. Kirk maintains possession nicely to Thomas. Thomas, Dipsy doodles, down low to Kirk, he scores! Liam Kirk puts it home, Akil Thomas. Career point 300, a fabulous setup. Well, he picks up his 300th points, and it is a pretty, pretty assist as he makes a couple great moves to find some open space. Liam Kirk does a great job to get open on the back door, opens up the body, makes the passing lane, and you know that Akil Thomas isn't going to miss that lane very often. A little bit of sauce on it, down in time, and Kirk hammers it home. Yes, that was Akil Thomas's 300th point in the Ontario Hockey League, quickly climbing up the ranks and... If you listen to our uh, podcast uh, last week, uh, we went through uh, the, some of the names on the list. Uh, most recently, obviously, Max Domi's on the list. Mitch Marner's on the list. Uh, Jason Robertson's on the list. Who? Congratulations to him. He got his first career NHL point this past week hey, against Foody. Toronto. And Liam Foody, too. Liam Foody, yeah. Yeah, he got called up game. again. We missed that by a game. Yeah, so it, apparently in their deal, we have more on that the emergency call-up. Yeah. So apparently there was a deal. He can't miss a night's game. That's why they had to send him back oh. for that game against Guelph. Yeah. He can't miss a night's game. If you get caught up on an emergency basis, you can't miss your junior team or your CHL team's games. Right. So that's why they had a, he had to go back from Columbus to uh, London and, and back to uh, Buffalo. He got his first point. Yeah. That's a classic foodie, too, to stick out there. Back <laughs> into the point. 
the pit. Get another uh, pass across. Yep. Bang bang goal. Yeah. So lots of guys hitting uh, hitting their strides in both the NHL. Uh, Akil Thomas hit his stride in his first game in the OHL in Niagara. Um, so it's nice to see him get 300 points. Still not used to the uh, yeah, white and maroon. Not used to that. Off air on yeah. The break we mentioned that like that's so weird to see him in a Pete's uh, jersey. Yeah. He's in Niagara. He's drafted by Niagara. He's a Niagara guy, and he's always going to be a Niagara guy. Yeah. It's just. Weird to see Pete's jersey. Plus, for like a couple of months, he's in it. So yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's off. Yeah, it's a little different for uh, if you're an Ice Dogs fan, probably. Yeah, but oh well. It happens. You knew it. You knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. Yeah. That's like the. I feel like every time I go to Niagara, when I have I talk to people, I always mention like you had to do it. Everyone's all down. Oh, we shouldn't have traded him. We shouldn't have traded him. I know. You had to do it. You had to. If you. And just next year, you'd have to do the exact same thing. Yep. At least this year, you had the pieces to move. Next year, you only able to have one. This year, you traded two to three mm-hmm. pieces away. Possibly could trade a lot in the end, which really would have been yeah. Well, plus you got a nice, solid 17-year-old out of it in Cameron Butler. So. Yeah, I like him. Great shot. Yeah. Great, great shot. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's, uh, let's go to our top five because uh, we've had a request yeah. from uh, another shout-out to the O Show. Yeah. They have asked our opinion on the uh, top five teams in the Ontario Hockey League. Yeah. I mean, start? Yeah. Colin, you can get her going. All right. I got to go one, Ottawa, just because they're built. They got the two best goalies, like the two best goalie duo. They got Hoffenmeyer and uh, Ball up there on, on the D, which is probably the best duo there. Then forwards, they got two guys drafting. The, they're going to be first-round picks this year with Quinn and Rossi. They're set up for the future, but right now they are the best team in the league. They're my automatic number one seed. Mm-hmm. Two, two to five is tough. It gets interesting because every team I got is on a roll. I got London in, t- in the two spot where they struggled. They, they, they lost their streak to Guelph, but I think the, they're the number two team to me. Like London Knights, they got a good goalie. Brett Rochu's probably been the best story so far in the league. Yeah, uh, They got great D. Getting Marcus Phillips helps a lot. Uh, have Jared Keene as your sixth defenseman. You're probably going to have a chance to win something. Uh, you could probably get one of the top top lines in the CHL, McMichael Foodie. Hey, and our guy, Luke Evangelista. Yeah. He should be drafted in the top two rounds, hopefully the second round. Knock on wood, but. Come on to Hockey Town. Hey, we'll pick, a, we'll pick you up in London. <laughs> pick me sack up, too. We'll pick Cooley up. We'll pick Wisdom up. We'll pick uh, the oh friend here up. We're just going to take all OHLers in this draft. Look at the Steve Eiserman's just going to hit it total hard op- in the Ontario total, Hockey League. Total opposite of last year. <laughs> but I th- then um, my three team, I got the Saginaw Spirit. That To me, I had Kitchener in there, but Kitchener drops a five for me. I had a... Saginaw at four, but that win on Saturday against Kitchener puts them in my top three. Mm-hmm. I go Saginaw three, just because if they get the goaltending's big too, right? They need their goaltending turn around, but yep. I like their D. Bodie Wild coming back's huge for their power play, boosts that up. So their special teams are going to boost right through the roof now. They got that good top line, which is huge. Kossi's living heaven right now. Yeah, well, that. yeah. Suzuki and Perfetti. Uh, Four, I'm going to go with the Flint Firebirds. That streak is cool. for real. I was going to shout them out at the end. I'm going to shout them out now because, hey, they got another uh, that streak still going. Every week we come here and, hey, what's new? The Firebirds are still winning. Yeah. And it's for real. The Flint Firebirds are my four team. My five are the Kitchener Rangers. Kitchener, I don't – I honestly, I don't really know what they got. They look good, but I just don't think 
they match with the London's of Flint's, the Saginaw's. Mm-hmm. You saw the game Saturday, the back-to-back. It was tough on Ingham. Ingham's probably one of the top goalies in the league. And at the end of the day, I don't know if that's going to get you through right. to the third round. They'll get you to the second, but I don't know if that's going to get you over a Saginaw, Flint, London in the second round. Yeah. So that's my top fives. Ooh. West Ottawa, heavy. Ottawa, London, Saginaw, Flint, Kitchener. Yeah. All right. Thanks, boys, for including Solid. us in this too. Yeah, this is uh, this is I awesome. Like this. We'll we'll send yeah. we're gonna send them this audio clip. Uh, we'll, I'll pro- Where do you want to send it? Do you have their email? I'll Twitter. Email it. Yeah, I can email it. Okay. Um, yeah, well, uh, yeah. Thanks so much to um, uh, Cody and Tate for all uh, all the shoutouts the last couple weeks. Um, yeah, appreciate that, boys. Yeah, it's nice to work together with other shows. And, oh, yeah. You know, it's not really Beat competition when we're all fans, right? Like, yeah. we're hockey fans. We like the OHL. So um, yeah. we are very happy to share our opinion with them. And we'd love to get their opinion on what the Windsor Spitfires are all about. We might have to do that one show. Do uh, bring cool one out. or both of them on and just, like, because I'm stunned with what has happened with Windsor since, well, about a month and a half ago. Since like deadline. You thought they were going to make a move, right? I did. I thought they were going to make and at I least did, one move. I didn't think they were. Just to solidify, like, a second-round like berth. Like, what, Key and Sofa? That wouldn't do anything. No. Ivan Lodney would have been good. Yeah, that would have been a good fit in Windsor, I that think. That would have been a good fit. Yeah. Ivan Lodney would have been good. Yeah. Um, Roberts? I'm just thinking of Ice Dogs, guys. The Ice Dogs were clearly in cell mode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That would be fair. a lot. That would be a lot of backlash if a... Uh, Roberts or Lodney got traded. Yeah. Just look at their team now. Minus Lodney or Roberts. That would be good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, we'll have to do that one time. We'll have to hit them up and uh, see if uh, they would like to do that. Summer training camp thing would be cool, too. It would. Yeah. Would. Just updated on that whole uh, West Division. Yep. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Got some Niagara guys. We got some uh, <laughs> Windsor guys. Yeah. I like that. Huh? Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, I'll go my five. Uh, obviously, I'm gonna go with the Ottawa 67s as well, uh, just because they are the best team in the Ontario Hockey League. It's not even close. The CHL in general. Yeah, well, that, that too. Um, they have 85 points right now in 51 games. Uh, the next closest team is Peterborough Peets at 67. So that just tells you how strong that team is. 42 wins, just eight losses in regulation, and only one loss. Not in regulation. I found that stat interesting. They haven't lost in overtime, and they've only lost once in a shootout. Wow. That's impressive. Well, yeah. Hunter Jones goes into that, too. And Ty Austin, they have a good uh, goal tag to it as well. No, this is Ottawa, not Peterborough. I thought you were not. No. Nah. Wow, you got me. <laughs> Come on, one. man. Jeez. That's, that's the first one. I almost made it through. First one? Yeah, it's the first one. Because you remembered your water bottle. Yeah. yeah. I almost made it through. <laughs> I almost made it through. That's tough. I got... <laughs> I got off topic here on the Twitter because yeah. I saw a tweet from the Peterborough Peets. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, but, no, back to Ottawa. The 245 goals scored this year. That is first uh, Saginaw. Sorry, I just got caught up for a second. Uh, Saginaw is in second at 237. So that's not a huge mark. That's only eight goals more. But still, they're 8-1, oh, 0-1 in their last 10. And we're recording this on Family Day Monday. So, and this is not including their game against London. Um, the streak right now, they're 2 0 and 1. So, uh, it's just, it's not even close for me. Their winning percentage is 833. It's obviously the Ottawa 67s are number one. Number two, again, for me, it's going to be the London Knights. Uh, they're just, I think, the powerhouse, powerhouse in the Western Conference. Obviously, Saginaw, Kitchener, and uh, Flint are giving them a run for their money. Windsor's yeah. still in the story. Yeah. Like in the picture, they're not. It's not like they're hey, they've win. fallen off the earth. They're still at sixty nine points, w- which is five back of they London. Beat, they beat 
beat Ottawa yesterday afternoon. They did. 3-2 in a shootout. Yeah, so hey, yep. they may catch fire with that. Yep. Yeah, but uh, London, uh, 36 wins on the year, 14 losses. Uh, two losses beyond uh, regulation time. Win percentage, 7-12. I mean, like, it's not clear, but I think for the London Knights, they've made themselves uh, the top and front runner in the Western Conference. They lead it by uh, by a point over the Kitchener Rangers. Uh, it's For me, they just have the most depth in that conference. I, mean, I think Saginaw has depth, too, but I think for London, it might come that in team, handy that having... That trade and Willems trade yeah. really put them over the top I yeah. think, in the West. Yeah, and what... Again, I think they the, learned from Guelph last year, to be honest. I think so. Seriously, I think that's yep. what they got when I got guys that have been there before. Yep. And I think that was the big thing. Yep. They're also 9-1 and one in their last 10, so that that's uh, helped yeah, them. Yeah, tough loss. That one loss is against Kitchener, right? To Guelph. For yeah, Guelph, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, last Tuesday. Wrong rival. Yeah. yeah. They're all rivals. <laughs> I know. It's tough. Yeah. Um, for number three, for me... It's going to be, uh, and I know this might be a stretch, but they are not. They are the fourth team in the Western Conference right now. But number three for me is the Flint Firebirds. Ooh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, a little bit moving up, but I don't know. Just they're on a roll since the deadline. Because they did drop off. They were sixth, I think, at one time in the Western Conference, and we were kind of like, oh, what's going on with Flint? They are planning on going for it this year. But they've picked it up. I mean, right now they have a record. <laughs> Of 34, 17, 1, and 1. And it looks like uh, 70 points. This streak's going to continue to 13 games as well. They're up 10 4 on Sarnia. Oh! 10 4. Ah, uh, Sarnia, okay. Yeah, but. They won't make the playoffs. Yeah. 10 4, though. That's, wow. Yeah, that's going in there, and hey. Yeah. Let's get two points here and get back to Flint. Yeah. That's school tomorrow. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Well, and Saginaw is idle today. So. Yeah, that's Flint huge. will tie Saginaw for the division lead. Yeah, can you imagine the party in Flint right now? Yeah. The tr- I love the Twitter feud. Going I hope they too. win the division. I really do. I hope Flint wins the division. Oh, it would be the great. Probably. Yeah. That would replace the Brett Rochu story if Flint wins the division. Oh, yeah. Story of the year. Yeah. The uh, Flint Firebirds are just on fire right now. Uh, there's, they've scored 229 goals this season. They've given up 205, which isn't the greatest margin. But, uh, no, it's just they've been red hot. And like the Kitchener Rangers were over two months, well, End of November, December, beginning of January, just like the Kitchen Rangers were. like They were on a roll, but now it's Flint's time. They're going to pass Kitchener, in my opinion, and I think they're going to win the division. It's going to be London Flint 1-2. Um, that's just my opinion. No, it's going to be Saginaw Flint. <laughs> All right. Either way. Either way. Um, so, yeah, that's number three for me. Number four, I'm going to go back to the east with the Peterborough Peets. Uh, I think a lot of people overlook them, especially with the success of the, all these Western Conference teams right now. Uh, people still remember. They still have Robertson. They still have Thomas. Durgachinsev. They have Hunter Jones in net. The like, yeah, I know. Exactly. Uh, Hunter Jones, shout out to him. Brantford native. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've clinched a playoff spot, so that's not a problem uh, up at the PMC. But I don't, uh, think, I don't think they're going out of the three spot either. I think Sudbury, Peter Roller. I know. Stay yeah. I really – I don't think both – move anywhere else. I don't think Sudbury will drop. I don't think Peterborough will drop. Yeah. Well, Peterborough can't really rise either because they're a solid uh, 18 points behind the Ottawa yeah, 67s. That conference, <laughs> that conference is crazy. Uh, so, yeah, the Peterborough Pete's number four for me. Number five, and this is where I'm Ooh. torn between Saginaw and Kitchener because, like you oh, said... That game Saturday did it yeah, for me. I know. I know. I just... I, I have more confidence in Kitchener's goaltending than Saginaw. Yeah. Just in my opinion. Same here with that goal scoring. 
Like, yeah. If you have the puck, you yeah. have to worry about giving yeah. goals up. So. But if you think about defensive power, I'm taking the Saginaw Spirit all day. That boost for Bodie Wild to get him yeah. back, That like, that's not fair to yeah. Kitchener. Like, I, yeah. for me, I, it's probably going to be Saginaw, number five for me. I think Kitchener just misses that mark. Um, just because Cole Perfetti, I think, yeah, you got Yancis, you got Morales for the Kitchener Rangers, but I just think Cole Perfetti's on another level. And yeah, for the, the Saginaw Spirit, they'll probably eliminate the Kitchener Rangers in the playoffs. Ah, uh, no, nah, if Kitchener drops, they'd be four set. Oh, can you imagine? Damn that? it. <laughs> be Flint and Saginaw in the second round. Damn. Can that'd be a good second that, round. That'd, that'd be, be a sweet second round. round. A long time. Yeah. Last year was good, too. Yeah. Oshawa, Niagara, Ottawa. Ottawa. Who's Ottawa? I don't have a brain fire. Ottawa Sudbury. Yeah, Ottawa Sudbury. Yeah. Which was very surprising they swept Sudbury. I thought yeah. Luke and I would get them a uh, win. Mm-hmm. Then the last you have Guelph and London. And, uh, yeah. Who's the other team? Wow, this is rough. Jeez, this is brutal. Guelph, London. Saginaw. Saginaw and... Wow. Owen Sound? No. Sault Ste. Marie? No. This is embarrassing, guys. Saginaw... Wasn't Kitchener? Wow! All right, fuck the playoff <laughs> bracket. Uh, yeah, Sault Ste. Marie. Yeah. There we go. Sault Ste. Marie. I forgot. Yeah, because Frost. Uh, yeah. Hayden. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So for me, it's uh, Ottawa, London, Flint, Peterborough, and Saginaw. That is my top five. I like it. We'll send her off to the O Show. Yeah, I like that. I yeah. Like that. All right. Well. We have run out of time. We're way over 60 minutes, I guarantee it. Uh, but whatever. We haven't been right the first time. Why start now? Nope. <laughs> you know, maybe we'll get it right on episode 10 next week. A minute maybe. and five. We'll get to a minute and five. <laughs> I just got his minute and show. We're playing OT. We got extra time. <laughs> All right. I like that. The end of regulation. The, o- the Owen 60 plus five. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to overtime. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, another shout-out to the uh, O Show with uh, Cody Wall and uh, Tate Harris. Um, you guys do a good job. I've listened to yeah, your uh, like to your uh, podcast, and it's been really well. I like listening. I, like, I'm still a Windsor. I, was, I lived in Windsor for a good chunk of my life, you know. Still kind of tie into the spit, so um, yeah. I like to nice hear to that. Update yeah. on the yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, – that's it for week number nine. Hey, now. Had to drop that. That's a <laughs> weekly thing. Yeah. But Firebridge will still be on a winning streak next week. Yep, probably. Hot takes on the Owen 60. We'll have our uh, poll questions up, by the way, at the Owen 60 podcast on Twitter. Um, what do we got today? We've got who has the better chance to get the Mem Cup, Sault Ste. Marie or Oshawa? And what was the other one you said before we started that? Is it the best stadium food? Best stadium food. Yeah, okay. Well, it's nice and like, yeah. I think I'll, I'll tell you guys four options. Yep. Four. Yeah, we'll have that uh, up on Twitter at the Own 60 Podcast again. We're also up on Instagram at the Own 60 Podcast where you will find our featured matchup for this week. It is the Ottawa 67s visiting the Sudbury Wolves on Sunday, February 23rd. Two o'clock puck drop. Make sure you uh, look and follow our Instagram story at the Own 60 Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Reese Dumaney. Uh Colin Ward is kind of to my left, in on, front of me a little bit. On Twitter. Yeah. Apparently posting a poll <laughs> question. 
He is putting it up right now. Hey, uh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much for listening, and uh, catch you next week on Week 10.